Hey, it's Lola, creator of the smokingprofit.com, a life advice site that focuses on spirituality, creativity, and culture. And you are tuned into the Smoking Profit podcast. First of all, thanks for being here with me and giving me your time. You could have been anywhere else, but because you're here with me, I want to give you something. I have a guest coming on today, Dante Barlow. He's actually going to be sharing today's message. Dante, aka The Brain, is a money genius and consultant. Dante graduated from UNC Charlotte with a degree in business administration and a focus in economics. He also has an associate's degree in architecture, which is really, really interesting to me. Like, how did he go those two ways? Maybe he'll tell us about that one day. Anywho, he's continuing his education in technology, which I'm super stoked about. Dante loves all things business, finance, everything along those lines. So he's perfect for giving today's message. But before we get into the message, I want to tell you a short story that I heard. So in this story, there was a man recounting a situation that happened from his childhood and how it impacted him. When he was in the 10th grade, he came home on a week that he and his family were preparing to move into their dream home. His parents, his mom, and his stepfather had been working hard, had been saving money, had been making the right decisions, and had the money they needed to put the down payment on their dream house. The movers were coming, they were packing, they were in the process of leaving, And this young man walks into their house, their current home, and sees his stepfather sobbing on the floor, sobbing on the floor, sobbing on the floor, and he couldn't figure out what was going on. And his stepfather just kept muttering the same thing over and over and over again. The stepson didn't know what to do, so he called his mom. He called his mom, his mom rushed home and they found out what happened. His stepfather had made a poor business decision and had lost their money, their money that they were putting down on the home, their dream home, the home that they had worked so hard for, the home that they were planning on moving in that very week. He had lost it all and that's all he could say. He lost it all. He lost it all. His mom began to ask, well, how do we get the money back? And this was probably the most traumatic thing to deal with in that moment, knowing that there was no way to get the money back. A few days later, the mom had a mental breakdown and ended up going away. The stepfather suffered from a heart attack and later died. The son ended up going away to live with his best friend's family his whole 10th grade year. And when he found out what happened, why this happened, this was the issue. No one had ever taught his stepfather about money. 
No one had ever taught them financial literacy at its basic level. No one had taught them what they needed to make the best decision. This story is about a man named Van Moody, and I heard it on a TEDx talk. You're more than welcome to find it on YouTube. It's called Hand Up. Give a hand up, excuse me, not a handout. Now Dante is gonna come on and give you a message on this very thing called Debt Do Us Part. In this message, he's gonna talk about the realities of debt. He's gonna talk about his experience with debt. He's also gonna talk about his victory, how he paid off three credit cards in a whopping six months. I was super proud of him. And then he's gonna give you some simple strategies to help you get you started and also some resources to help you. I hope you enjoy this message. I hope it empowers you. And until next time, thanks for tuning into the Smoking Profit Podcast and have an amazing life. Hey, this is Dante, and you're here listening to the Smoking Profit Podcast. And I'm here stepping in for Lola. So if you want to get to know more about me, you can follow me on Instagram at that DC kid. And I am super excited to talk to you guys because for the last month, we've been talking about the power of money. Why? Because this month has been about financial literacy month. And with me and Lola talking about it, we came up with a question that we want to ask you guys. We want to get some feedback from. So think about the last time that you made a purchase. And was this purchase for something that you wanted or was it for something that you needed? And how did you pay for it? Because if you didn't use cash, did you just say in your mind, oh, I'll just use my credit card. Now stop. Before you start to defend your decision, let me just say this. I know how you feel. I have said that many times before, so I can't pass any judgment. And maybe you bought something that you've been thinking about getting for a while. Perhaps you even thought, I deserve this. I work hard. I want this. Or it's been calling my name. I've seen it. I've waited on it. It's time to get it. Or you could be different. If none of those feelings hammer the nail into the coffin of that decision, maybe one of these did. It's on sale. Or what if it sells out? My personal favorite is I can't pass up on this opportunity. It was too good a deal. I needed it. Now, these are just a few things that we tell ourselves as we buy more and more of what we can't afford. Shoes, clothing, toys, cars, electronics. Oh, I've used so much on my Best Buy credit card. It's ridiculous. And oftentimes we believe that we need it. We really have to have this. I want you to think about all the times that you've purchased what you, one, didn't need, two, couldn't afford, or three, bought on credit. Think about all those items and try to total it up. Just think about that the, the magic number that's involved in that. Whenever I think about that for myself, it makes me cringe. Like I actually get goosebumps and anger because I start to remember all the money that I borrowed and I had to pay back with interest because, yeah, I like Best Buy. 
and I wanted that TV and it was a great price. It was, let's say it was $800 TV. But by the time I got paying off that interest, I paid $1,200 for it. So for that instant gratification, I paid an extra $400 long-term. That's what debt does to you. Debt keeps you in the past because you're stuck paying off what you spent yesterday instead of sowing that money into your future. And this is the pitfall of living with debt. So before you make that purchase, think about this. You can afford it when you have the cash to cover the charge. Your purchase won't impact you paying your bills and covering emergency expenses. I want you to think about that. And I have a question for you because oftentimes you hear this, what's good debt? Well, a 2017 survey from the National Foundation for Credit Counseling records nearly two in 10 American adults carry over $2,500 or more in monthly credit card debt. That's crazy. Now think about what you can do with an extra $2,500 a month. Or just to add a little bit more pain to this, think about what you can do with an extra $30,000 a year. Does that make you sick? (laughs) Does it make you angry? Good, because seeing debt for what it really is, a thief of the present and of the future, is the only way to get you out of it and stay out of it. And most people have the common types of debt, which would be like your, your mortgage, your car loan, student loans, don't get me started there your medical bills, personal loans, or credit cards. And I got to tell you, I can't stand credit cards. They suck. And although most people view credit card debt as the worst type, in reality, all debt is bad debt. So we've gone over really quickly what's going on with Americans in debt, personal experiences about debt, and how people feel about it. Is there good debt or not? So let's make a plan to help you ditch your debt. And people often act like living with debt is normal by the, because they consistently want to use their credit and they rack up debt on top of debt and then they have it hanging on to them for years, sometimes even their whole life. But you can be different. In your world, debt does not have to be normal. God wants us to be successful. He wants us to have that financial freedom in life. And he does not want you to live your life by debt. So, Here's a plan we're just going to go over maybe about five steps real quick to give you an idea of what to do. Step one, know your finances. Financially, you need to know where you stand, what do you earn, what are your expenses, how much debt do you owe, and who do you owe it to? Because that's going to help you. Number two, visualize a plan. Now, I want you to write down everything you owe out on paper. Because that paper helps you get more of a visual on the total amount of what you owe and the best way to prioritize paying it off. And once you've done this and you're able to actually see this, you can set goals and build a plan to accomplish it. And step three, building your budget. And you cannot begin to save your money or make plans to take down your debt until you master your spending. So rein in your spending by writing out a budget every month before the month even begins and document where every dollar you're going to make for that month is going to be spent. That's going to help you be able to hold in, keep your plan going, and make it consistent so you can actually see that progression. Step number four, create emergency savings. 
In Dave Ramsey's book, Financial Peace, he recommends having at least $1,000 available in your emergency savings fund, which sadly many people don't. According to a 2017 survey by the Federal Reserve, four out of 10 Americans would have to borrow or sell something to cover a $400 unexpected expense. And that is bananas. Like that is really crazy. So what we want to do is to make sure that one, you're not going to be one of those people who gets stuck with that unexpected expense by step five, optimizing your income. And per Dave Ramsey, your most powerful wealth building tool is your income. When all your income has other people's names on it, you have no money muscle. And that is so strong. I'm going to say it one more time just so you can guys can get that. Your most powerful wealth building tool is your income. When all your income has other people's names on it, you have no money muscle. Now, to optimize your income, you need to keep as much of it as you can. So if you're not in debt, once you have that emergency savings, you can either save it or invest it. And if you're getting out of debt, that emergency savings will help you work with a little more peace. So you're one of those six in 10 Americans who does have the money available for an unexpected expense. than you are the four out of 10 that don't. And some reports will tell you to pay off higher interest accounts first. But you may find starting with the smallest amounts works better for you. In fact, paying off small accounts versus big accounts can make a huge change. Testimony moment. In the last six months, I've paid off three credit cards, completely at zero balance. Now, they were smaller amounts, but paying off those smaller amounts gave me an adrenaline boost. It gave me a confidence boost because I actually see that I don't owe them any money. And yeah, it may have been a smaller amount, but it makes me feel so much better. And I'm more optimistic about paying off the rest because now I want to pay them off and I want to pay them off faster. And like myself, you may become more driven to make it happen faster. And you may look for additional ways to pay it off, such as getting a second job, working some overtime, or pushing your side hustle because everyone needs a side hustle. And I would also recommend looking up Dave Ramsey's How the Debt Snowball Method Works. Now, quick side note, before buying, ask yourself, how will this purchase impact me long term? Can I afford this payment in the next few years? Do I want to make this payment for the next three years? And that last one, that's the one that hurts because you have to think in your mind, do you really want to make that payment for the next three years or could you find something better to do? Ending it with this, live like your future matters. In Rachel Cruz's book, Love Your Life, Not Theirs, she writes, the bottom line is it doesn't matter how much money you make. It matters how much you keep. Debt actually moves you backward in your financial life, enabling you to spend more than you make. If you want to live your life like your future matters, then decide to hang on to more of what you make because wealth doesn't equal what you earn. Wealth equals what you actually keep. So thank you so much for listening. Once again, my name is Dante. You can follow me on Instagram at that DC kid. Thank you, Lola. Uh, you can also follow her on Instagram and Facebook at L-O-L-A-C-A-B-A-Y-A. That's Lola Kabaya. And also you can find us on the website, 
thesmokingprofit.com.